change from an ether port at RBN. Cruising at light speed, here's your host, Steve Stars. Yes, we are cruising at light speed again here today on Monday. Glad to be with you, Steve Stars and Light Speed once every week. And you know, I wish I could do more shows. I really ought to, but you know, it's I'm just glad to do one, to be honest with you. And I know they were very kind to offer me opportunities, and occasionally I'll be popping in and out. Great, uh, great talk show hosts here at RBN. You know, Steve Elkins, uh, Jim Fetzer. You were just listening to the program before, and I, I caught a little bit of it concerning free speech, friends. And this is what they're after they want your free speech they don't want you to be able to talk and tell the truth expose the lies they want everybody in a drone situation where we're all walking around with our eyes glazed over and uh, believing everything we're hearing from the lying fake news stream media uh, as you know uh, I'm here on Mondays, and I'm out here in Colorado. We're getting a little bit of a break from the cold weather. We still have our maniac governor. Uh, Recently, uh, he challenged uh, some reports that were out there concerning the BAT laboratory that EcoHealth Alliance, as I understand, if this is correct, EcoHealth Alliance is building a bio lab on the university that I used to attend, Colorado State, and uh, they want to have uh, bat, uh, bats there that they can work with in, in terms of uh, testing new things to make sure we don't have any gain-of-function diseases by creating gain-of-function diseases, you know, that they can stop before they happen as usual. This is like the, um, you know, the uh, whole thing that happened with the lockstep, you know, and John Hopkins, uh, the whole thing that happened there with, uh, you know, I remember that right before the COVID epidemic broke out, you know, so... We're going to be talking a little bit about that. Also, uh, militias and uh, what's happening right now. Of course, you know that uh, 25 governors from uh, other states have joined uh, Texas in uh, insisting on them uh, patrolling and, and controlling the mass flood of immigration that's coming into the United States right now through Eagle Pass, but through a lot of places as well. And these guys are military aged men. Mostly, there are families. Uh, I am very sympathetic to the plight of some of these people in Latin America, but uh, we know what's really happening. We have Chinese, Venezuelans, people from the Mideast, uh, all kinds of riffraff coming in, disguised as migrant workers or people who need a break. In some cases, and I can tell you this from what I've seen personally with people I know who have ministered in areas like Guatemala and in places like that, these guys are skipping out on their families. Is what's happening. A lot of these guys are skippers, and they're saying they're going to come to the United States and make money and send it back, and uh, very little comes back, as a matter of fact, in most cases, and a lot of them, as a matter of fact. There are some legitimate ones, of course, and I understand the plight of these people, but the reality is a lot of these guys are skipping out, and they shouldn't be coming across, even the ones who are not terrorists, okay? <laughs> even the ones who are not terrorists are from China or some other location like that. Uh, Chinese are down there building up an infrastructure to import more of these people. It's like Red Dawn. And that's exactly what's happening coming across the border. And they're now at the uh, point where we have to stop this. And we're going to have to have uh, uh, militias and people like that locally. Now, I don't put a lot of trust in the state governments, to be honest with you. I really don't. I think we have a much better shake at this if we go to our local uh, sheriffs in, in counties where you do have a good sheriff. I know you have to check these sheriffs out pretty well. I am not real impressed with uh, Sheriff Max organization so far because uh, it's uh, CSPOA.org. 
Constitutional Sheriffs and Police Officers Association, I think it is, CSPOA.org. You can sign up there. You can get in acquainted with what they're doing. Become a, a posse member if you like, you know, uh, online or whatever. They'll put you through the uh, the process. I think it's a good idea. I think Sheriff Max for real, but the problem is they're really not on the cutting edge of this. So we're going to have to get. You're going to have to get to know your local sheriff. Uh, I can tell you a little bit about our county. I have to say, I wasn't really impressed with our sheriff, the one who replaced a really good sheriff who went to the, the uh, kind of escalated into the ranks of a state senator, I think he is now. But uh, the guy turned out to be kind of a waffler. I think he's more in- interested in the political aspect of all this, maybe running for office later on. And turns out uh, he has some property that he was given or at least allowed to build upon that happens to be on one of the ranches of one of these very prominent, very wealthy, deviant Democrats. So, uh, you know, the guy kind of flaked out on us in a lot of cases. And uh, I uh, they had a case where the ACLU brought a lawsuit against our county because uh, they said that several prisoners were exposed to COVID or SARS-CoV-2 and got sick there in his uh, jail. Now, this was all before anybody knew what COVID was. And the ACLU brought this uh, trial against our, our uh, county to try to get these deviants out of, the, out of the prison where they belonged and sue the county for a whole lot of money, and they won. And I tried to contact this sheriff and say, listen, uh, I can provide you information that would pertain to uh, all you need to discredit this argument scientifically because, first of all, that PCR test doesn't work. Second of all, there is no there is no sample of SARS-CoV-2 that you could measure against. The third, you know, there was no way you can test for this properly with either antibody or PCR or anything else. And fourth, you know, this all happened before anybody knew what was going on, so you can't really prove these people were made sick in your prison or your your uh, Weld County Jail where I live up here. So anybody, I never got a call back from him. You know what I mean? This guy just bent over and paid the money. You know, our, our tax dollars to the ACLU in a, in a ridiculous case because these people don't care that much about really uh, what it costs. They uh, seem to have a budget that floats around that allows them to skate on these big penalties, just like Rupert Murdoch at uh, Fox News paid a, what was it, $757 million a defamation suit, and of course that reflects on the Trump case now too, by the way, but $757 million, that's over three quarters of a billion, to uh, to Dominion, Dominion voting systems, because his network, of probably at that time with people like, you know, Tucker Carlson was there before, and uh, people who were talking about the questioning of these voting machines, a defamation lawsuit, friends, against a foreign company, uh, foreign com- company actually they're based out of toronto and their headquarters are in denver here you know close by to where i live i don't not in denver anymore but another one of these cities that's overrun by immigrants and the and the democratic mayor is complaining about just like eric adams in new york as you know but anyhow uh they uh they paid this uh, lawsuit out a defamation lawsuit to a company like dominion whose gross uh you know, gross uh, income was something like $50 million. I mean, how did Rupert Murdoch pay that money? Why would he pay that money? Well, 
his buddies, Larry Fink, and everybody else says, hey, social governance, we got to have corporations operating in lockstep with everybody else, right? So, uh, you know, uh, you, could, you, go ahead and pay the, uh, you go ahead and pay the almost billion dollars in fines to Dominion, this corrupt company, and uh, we'll reimburse you some way or another. You can be certain that he didn't lose money on that deal. No wonder Tucker left, okay? <clears throat> then we know what happened on January 6th, too, right? So... This is what we're facing. You know, th- these are the kinds of things that we're up against right now uh, in this war of words. It's more than that, though, because our free speech is under attack, as we've been talking about. That's why this network is so important. That's why you're important. That's why we have uh, uh, so much dedication with some great people here to keep uh, every line of communication open. And we don't want it to be just one network. We don't want it to be just one YouTube website that gets taken down. It's got to be all over. Uh, BitChute, Rumble, you know, all these different locations. We need to stay on, on top of trying to keep open every avenue of communication we can right now it's that important because this is where we're at but uh, i was going to get into some things and we got some clips that we're going to play here first of all um you know i, I think uh, i think we're going to play maybe the first one that we have and i got to remember <laughs> just a moment here which one that was i think that was the one with uh oh it was john bound talking about uh what's going on with the texas border let's listen to this clip right now In a letter written to Congress by 10 retired FBI agents, including former directors, assistant directors, and special agents in charge, every concern facing the American people over our invaded border was verified. Quote, the surge in numbers of single military-aged males descending upon American cities and towns is alarming and perilous. Additionally, they are not just from terror-linked regions, but from China and Russia as well. Hostile adversaries of the United States with aspirations to devastate national infrastructure. For these reasons, elements of this recent surge are likely no accident or coincidence. These men are potential operators in what appears to be an accelerated and strategic penetration, a soft invasion, designed to gain internal access to a country that cannot be invaded militarily in order to inflict catastrophic damage if and when enemies deem it necessary. Well, now we know for a fact the United Nations is funding the migrant crisis. We can stop guessing. Uh, from the Center for Immigration Studies, United Nations budgets million for U.S.-bound migrants in 2024. Public documents show cash handouts to help feed transport and house people headed for the U.S. border. You know, in a nutshell, the United Nations and its advocacy partners are planning to spread the $372 million in cash and voucher assistance and multi-purpose cash assistance to some 624,000 immigrants in transit to the United States during 2024. Does this look honestly like this would stop anybody? It's a joke. And Governor Abbott, for three years, have just been letting people in millions at a time, and now he's making a stand over this? Over this? That's what this is all about? I'm just trying to put it in perspective for people. That's all I'm trying to do. The truth is the truth, no matter how it looks. And that's the truth. Take a look at it one more time. This is what it's about, America, right here. This cheap wire that they can come over here and cut themselves. 
President Biden's threat to force Texas Governor Abbott to face the consequences should Texas not abide by the Biden administration's demand that razor wire be removed from the Texas border so that millions more non-naturalized military-aged men can flood the border to go who knows where to prepare for who knows what has so far resulted in the White House freezing new natural gas export licenses as if Biden were sanctioning a foreign enemy. Meanwhile, Texas Governor Greg Abbott, World Economic Forum member and reoccurring Davos attendee, was on the other side of the world in India, opening a back door for globalization in Texas with the Texas Economic Development Corporation. Yeah, it's not a coincidence that he went to Mumbai. Keep in mind, Mumbai is, well, the beginning of the new Indo-European corridor. Just like I-69 down there in McAllen and other places down there, Brownsville, those three feeders that then go up to Detroit. Keep in mind, World Economic Forum also has a big presence in Detroit. But the bottom line is a lot of this is about trade corridors. These little fights are like swatting mosquitoes. Don't get killed in Eagle Pass. Uh, this is this is uh, we got a much bigger thing going on. We've got a much bigger fish to fry. None of this makes sense. A real president following his duty wouldn't disregard our national security to the level of treason. We are sitting idly by waiting on a false flag to be followed by martial law and the cancellation of the 2024 election. As you may know, I have had my insurance license in the state of California for over a decade. And when I was reviewing policies for 2024, I know. Notice this new exclusion, treatment of an injury or sickness, which is due to war, declared or undeclared, riot or insurrection. This is not typical. Check this out. They actually have the camouflage clothes of the illegal aliens hanging up in the tree. So these are the illegals that don't want to get caught. These are the so-called runners. This camp that's partially funded by Pima County that is operated under the universalist Hmm. I don't know if our clip dropped out there. It might have been. Unitarian Church out of Tucson, Arizona, is aiding and abetting cartel runners directly into Arizona. The border is an open bleeding wound slashed repeatedly by the United Nations infiltration of Agenda 2030. This is no longer clouded by speculation. This is exactly what is happening. Prepare now. John Bown reporting. All right. Well, that you heard a good portion of that. I know we might have a little technical difficulty with it, but hey, the, the problem is very clear, friends. I mean, these people are an attack force that are coming in across the border, and it's been going on for a long time. I mean, it's surprising. I think they're even surprised, these people who are behind all of this, that they've gotten away with this for as long as they have. So, uh, I think the enemy is uh, clearly within the gates, as has been for a long time. I remember talking to uh, uh, one of the uh, the um, guys from Benghazi, 
uh, on the, you know, he was on one of the radio shows and I asked him, gosh, this has been about two or three years ago, what he thought about the possibility of terrorists and people like that coming across the border sleeper cells. And he said even back then he was uh, quite concerned about the fact that there were, uh, you know, there were people already inside the country. So we know they're here. We know that they have actually uh, stacked the deck against us in terms of law enforcement. And we have to stand up. So we're going to have to get real about the situation it's going to get worse as it increases. Um, we are in a situation where we're going to have to uh, rely on that uh, uh, well-trained and well-prepared militia. And this is what I'm going to warn you about. Be careful about who you get involved with uh, in these organizations. You might be getting uh, ready to be Ray Epst. Ray Epst, if you know what I mean. There are going to be people who are going to try to uh, spy on you, watch you, mislead you, misdirect you, and number you, and, and, and just basically intrude on everything you're doing. So you want to get involved with uh, the right kind of people, and you want to make sure that you are, uh, you're not compromised or being misled uh, or being tracked in one of these things. I've seen a lot of them. There's one organization in particular that was advertising on our radio station that I know uh, had very serious re- uh, ramifications and repercussions about that I, I thought was quite concerning to me, and no one, no one seemed to notice. So – you know, we'll talk a little bit about that, you know, the militia movement, because I think it's going to be very important for us to get together, to start to talk to the people we know, the community, the people we are working with, uh, you know, the people that we can rely on in these uh, dangerous situations, because we're going to be facing this stuff very quickly. Preparation is very important. Uh, getting to know your neighbors, communications is very important. Uh, you know, get yourself uh if you can, some uh, walkie-talkies and some, you know, small uh, small radios. I would go back to the old CBs if you have to, but be careful who you talk to and what kind of information you're giving out on all of those things. We are already in, uh, I'd say, in a stage of war because it's going to heat up. Now, we've got Soros judges and Soros DAs and all kinds of people. We have come to the conclusion, to a large extent, that I have, that it's not that our system is failed in terms of the way it should work. It's failed because the people inside of it are failing it or are deliberately driving it into the ground. And we see that everywhere. Uh, you know, so we got to be really careful a little bit to the, to the uh, point of watching uh, who is actually taking over. Um, these uh, sheriffs and people like that may be answering to the global covenant of mayors. I think uh, Virginia Farber has talked about them on our shows. You know, look, at, look and see who these people are. You're going to find a lot of these mayors are involved with it, the UN global covenant of mayors. Uh, you got the DLA Piper Law Firm. You got all these different kinds of people operating these suits inside the government who are ransacking your freedom and taking us all for a ride. And, and for that reason, I would say that uh, we got to be very careful about even your local government here and finding out who it is that uh, is running things. There's a lot of good people in your local government. There are good people who might crumble under the weight of pressure, too. You know, that can happen. Um, it doesn't mean we have to blow them all off, but it does mean that we've got to be very careful about who these people are and how much trust you can put in them and how far they're willing to go to, you know, to uh, represent you and keep your, your system working while, uh, you know, your whole freedom is at stake. So we, we've got to stay at it, friends. We'll come back and we'll play a little bit more about these things. Uh, stay right with us right here on Lightspeed. Steve Stars. Thank you. 
Did you know the IRS publicly admits that income tax is collected by voluntary compliance? Get the information you need to help you avoid income tax with these five easy steps. All you have to do is go to avoidincometax.com to get your five easy steps on how to avoid the IRS income tax. Escape the IRS. Let avoidincometax.com help you. We guarantee our five easy steps or your money back. Go to avoidincometax.com. My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Appreciate everyone out there, and uh, it is good to be back on the on the network here with you. Hey, uh, you know, I just uh, heard from my friend uh, Popeye. He might be coming on eventually here, and uh, if you want to call in and voice some opinions, uh, I'm open for today. We've got some things that we're going to be going through, and uh, I am so glad that uh, you're there. The reason why is... Uh, we have to keep every door open, every light on, everybody awake as much as possible. Uh, we need to be uh, re- respectable, uh, of course, and uh, you know, give people a room to have a different opinion. Always, you know, uh, feature uh, and focus on the most important points, friends. That's what we got to do. We can't be just you know nitpicking about every little detail and everybody. You know, in our movement, you know, independence, <laughs> people who think differently. We're, it's kind of like herding cats to be really honest with you, but uh, because everybody's kind of got a different opinion, but that's okay. I think we understand and, and value enough of the same qualities. We understand our constitutional rights and the way uh, they have been subverted. We understand the Federal Reserve and, and the way this system has robbed everybody. We understand the way the uh, health care services uh, really began with Obamacare a long time ago, and we know how that that works. You know, we, we, I think we get it, is what I'm saying. We really have a good idea of what's going on here. And I think that's going to be the, the key thing that ties us all together in terms of what we can do together. And we have to stay together to do it. Now, 
as I was talking about the militia movements and people like that, they've been around for quite some time. I'm not sure I trust a lot of these organizations, but it is good to know your neighbors. I think it's more important that you know your local people than it is you have some sort of a marching outfit. You know what I mean? Uh, get to know what's going on and start to watch each other's backs. A lot of weird things are going to start to happen here. Yes, uh, they are planning another lockdown. They're going to be trying to get a lot of people who are uh, lost and confused uh, on their side. You got to remember these people. You know, I think Rush Limbaugh said it the best many years ago. And you know, I'm not a huge Rush Limbaugh fan, but he was uh, he was right about so many things. One of the things he talked about is Democrats. Democrats have a tendency to focus on symbolism over substance. Symbolism over substance. It's like a TikTok dance, you know, or something like that. Everything is about uh, uh, what people think in terms of the waves of stupidity, which way they're waving. You know, I mean, it's, it has very little to do with reality, it has very little to do with uh, actual facts. They're always about creating a scare tactic or uh, we got to do as a group of people something really stupid. You know, I mean, they would all turn handsprings off a cliff, really, if that was fashionable, because that's that's the thing to do. Symbolism, you know, as we talked about, you know, look at how they they, they change the names of uh, sports teams like, uh, you know, the Washington Redskins, you know, to the Washington Commanders, you know, because it wasn't it wasn't politically correct to talk about these uh, uh, these football players as Redskins, you know, uh, or some of these other things that they have to change. It's all about a symbolism. Everything is about going along with the crowd, be being conformed to the idiocy of the masses, of the dumb masses, friends, is the way they operate. And they're very successful at it. It's surprising how well they, they've been able to do this. I uh, guess I could go a little personal on this note and say, you know, my son is a brilliant young man. Uh, he... Uh, you know, he works for NASA, or he did work for NASA, and he's a computer uh, programming person, a coding person, and he got into that very early and uh, has worked for uh, a number of different companies. He actually was going to work for uh, SpaceX because he liked them better. He thought they were moving faster faster than NASA, and uh, he went over and took the test and passed it, but then he realized, man, Elon Musk will drive you crazy. He'll just work you to death, and that was the truth. So they hired him back during the persistence landing, if you remember that landing rover on Mars at NASA, because they needed somebody to help uh, uh, convert the code from some of their older satellites. What happens in, uh, when you orbit uh Mars, as you go around the what they, you might call the dark side of Mars, it may not be dark there, but the other the, the far side of Mars where you can't uh, communicate with some of your your equipment there. And they had older satellites and machines out there that they wanted to be able to use to uh, stay in contact, and so they needed to convert the codes. That's a long story. But anyway, what they needed to do was find a way to keep all the older equipment working in conjunction with the newer stuff that was out there when the persistence landed on Mars. So they uh, they called him up and they hired him back. They got him to go back to work for him, and he was, I guess, glad to go because he kind of likes space and he likes all that kind of stuff. You know, he's been a Star Wars fan since he was a little kid. The second time around for Star Wars, so I had to watch the old movies over again uh, that I saw back in the seventies. Anyway, long story short, I'm going to get to the end of this. He's a very bright young man, but he doesn't ha- know a damn thing about what's happening politically. It's astounding. You know, if you were to tell him that the election in in 2020 was rigged, 
he would say, no, it couldn't be, you know, and he has no idea. I'm saying, look, you know, go to uh, blackboxvoting.org and look at this film called Fraction Magic. It's up there. You'll see how these machines work. They they cut votes in half if they if they need to. One person's vote for a particular candidate gets 0.75 of a vote and somebody else gets 0.135 of a vote, you know, or 1.35. I'm saying that is, you know, uh, I mean, they'll, they'll give somebody a, a more powerful vote, just like they did with the Jim Crow laws many years ago. See, it's the same situation, but it's all done on computers. And uh, I, I try to explain that to him. Anyway, I think you understand what I'm talking about. This is the way these voting systems work and have been for a long time. We saw these returns coming in in, in 2020. In some precincts, were reporting consistently six to one, six to one, six to one for Biden. Like in other words, uh, 120 votes for Biden, 20 votes for Trump. Uh, I mean, they were so precise, you could basically tell they were measured out uh, geometrically by a machine that was calculating the vote power, not not the votes, but the vote power. And the clearest indication was on the front page, they, they had, you know, they, they told you what the vote was and which candidate won by oh, 61.7 percent. And then when you saw the numbers of voters, they would say, well, 61, there might, might have been, uh, you know, 487 voters or something like that but they said uh, 483.5 uh, voters voted for this person and 401.9 voted for another how, how can you have a 0.9 on a vote or 0.5 on a vote it was clear it was right on the front page anyway be right back stay tuned right here on rbn you are tuned in to the republic broadcasting network visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Hey there, are you going to wait till the cows come home to get your new ease-off drop and lift? What in the world is an ease-off drop and lift? Our ease-off is a new tool to increase production for your meat processing company that will get that whole hog or half a beef on or off your rail with our remote control. That sounds great, but can I afford it? Sure, and the ease-off installs fast. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue, speed up your line, and increase profits. Okay, I'm convinced. Where can I get my ease-off? Go to easeoff.com. That's E-A-Z-E-O-F-F dot com. And hurry because we're offering free shipping for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff, LLC, 417-932-6419. Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic, the world's largest Confederate store, located in Traveler's Rest, South Carolina. The anti-white, anti-Christ, anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt. Welcome to God's country. Log on to DixieRepublic.com to view our Southern merchandise from flags to t-shirts to artwork. At the store, browse through our extensive collection of belt buckles and have a custom-made leather belt handcrafted in our Johnny Rebs gun and leather shop. That's DixieRepublic.com where you can meet all of your Southern needs. Support those that support the network. Support Dixie Republic at DixieRepublic.com. Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that RBN sent you. 
Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. All right, welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Lightspeed right here on RBN every Monday, and I'm glad to be here uh, for my contribution to support the network, friends, and you know that's what I do because we got to keep it up and running. Uh, we have to have as many voices, as I said, as we possibly can right now. Your voice is important, too. If you want to call in, you got some comments, uh, give us a call. I'll try to get you on the air. Uh, I want to get into another clip that uh, we were going to play from uh, Tidros, you know, Tidros, that maniac at the World Health Organization, the communist uh, from Ethiopia, who uh, I guess you could say was probably responsible for a lot of deaths there, now lying and telling stories. He is very concerned. We've been picking up on this. He is concerned that we are aware of what a rat he is, what a dangerous maniac he is. And he's talking to the World Economic Forum and people like that. And, uh, you know, I'll just, uh, we'll play this clip and I'll just kind of speak along as you hear these lies from this maniac. Let's go ahead and play that one, Julie, if we can. But if the final products do not change the status quo, and if they do not help to ensure collective security and equity, then we will have missed our chance to make history. Yeah. This work is not easy. I wanted to fail. And it's occurring in a very difficult environment. The IMB and the IHR working group are operating amid a torrent of fake news, lies, and like conspiracy theories. Yeah, you're a liar. There are those who claim that the pandemic agreement and IHR will cede sovereignty to WHO and give the WHO Secretariat the power to impose lockdowns or vaccine mandates on countries. That's what they're going to do. You know, this is fake news, lies, and conspiracy theories. You're a fraud. You're you fraud. know, these claims are completely false. You're a liar. You know that the agreement will give WHO no, no such powers. That's what they'll because do. Because you are writing it. No, we're not. We cannot allow this historic agreement, this milestone in global health, to be sabotaged by those who spread lies. Yes, we can. Either deliberately or unknowingly. We're doing it. We need your support to counter these lies. You're the liar. By speaking up at home and telling your citizens that this agreement 
and an amended IHR will not and cannot cede sovereignty to WHO and that it belongs to the member states. The reality is quite the opposite. Yes, You're it is. Safeguarding national sovereignty while strengthening global health security. Right, right, yeah. Those yep. two things are not mutually exclusive. It's not a zero-sum game. Like our lockdowns? The Come agreement on. is negotiated <coughs> by countries, for countries, and will be implemented in countries in accordance with your own national laws. No, they won't. No, they won't. No, they won't. I think we need to get rid of this guy, friends. You know, I mean, uh, this guy is, uh, this guy cannot be the leader of your health in this country. Obviously, this is a maniac. He is a dangerous fiend. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I'm sorry if I got a little uh, out of control listening to this piece of junk, but uh, he is uh, he definitely, you know, but he is concerned, you see, because he knows that we're on to him. We're watching him. We warned you on this network, even before all this happened, Fauci is a very dangerous snake. Ladies and gentlemen, why Donald Trump allowed this guy to run the country is beyond me. I don't think Trump is an insider, but he sure lacked discernment about what was happening then. And now look how we're all paying for it. These people are coming in with this this plan to lock down on everybody this time around again. And uh, you would be very surprised how far along they are. We've got all these governors and idiots. And I, I was talking about my son a little while ago. I mean, he's a brilliant young man, and I love him. But, you know, stuff like this, he doesn't even get. He doesn't understand he's in that younger generation. We need to talk to our younger people and say, you're about to lose everything. You're going to lose everything very quickly here. You're going to be very shocked to see, and it's going to be too late when you finally realize what is happening. Is the, is the election going to change things? Friends, I don't know if there's even going to be an election at this point. I mean, Trump is on. He's moving quickly. He's gaining a lot of popularity. They're throwing every kind of slanderous lawsuit in this corrupt court system at him. Friends, we can't trust the courts, obviously. We can't. I mean, there are some good courts out there. There's still some great judges, but the system, the system has broken down so badly now that uh, people who would never have dreamed of, of caving to this kind of uh, skullduggery and these slanders and, and these misrulings in the court system would uh, are going along with them. and Or basically, uh, they're quieted down to the point that they won't stand up and, and speak up against uh, all the obstructions of the George Soros-funded DAs and people like that coming in. So, yes, we've got to fight this system. We've got to hang in there, and we've got to pull together and make everything work as best we can. Because uh, the younger generation, as I said, I have a lot of respect for my son's abilities and his, his skills. But he doesn't really get it. He's like maybe your children, maybe your mom or dad, who knows. But there are a lot of people who are not catching on to what's happening, and they better wake up fast because the World Health Organization and this global covenant of mayors, you know, and all these people, the DLA, Piper, law firm, various people, they're going to be using all this system against you very, very quickly. It's happening much faster than we realize, and they have the firepower and the hooligans and the people coming across the border who are going to take over the power of your government very quickly if we don't stop it and recognize it and get organized quickly. It's that bad. 
I'm not trying to, to scare you. I'm just saying this is the tally of what's taking place here. I've never seen anything like this in the United States of America, and I'm sure you haven't either because I've probably lived a lot longer than most of you out there. But this is what is happening. Tedros is an idiot. Uh, I mean, he. I, how many people did he murder in Ethiopia while he was uh, – uh, he has a uh, not a, med- a degree in medicine but in social medicine, I think it's called. You know what I mean? It's uh, about how do you – control medicine to control people uh he probably doesn't know which end of a of a needle to stick into the the vial to, i mean no he's smarter than that but you know what i'm saying the guy's an idiot he's not a doctor he's a freaking politician who's pretending to be an expert telling us that we're going to have to put up with another one of his scams so as for somebody who has been following fauci since 1992 explaining what a, a dangerous creep he is he had already poisoned 300 and thousand AIDS patients with AZT at that time. Uh, this was a shock to me to see how he how easily he came in and took over our government, friends. Really a shock. And we talked about that etheric Dave and I on the, on the network here, if you if you recall. But uh, what I'm saying is what we're talking about now with this immigration flood of all these people like this one clip that we were playing where they were actually hanging up these uh, camouflaged uh, uh, suits of people like that who would be specifics in the route to hook up with other uh, what I would call dangerous revolutionary militia people. You know, uh, a guy by the name of Malachi Martin, you may know who he is, uh, a former Jesuit priest who left all of that and became a, an exorcist and wrote a book about the Jesuits. It was called Jesuits and the Betrayal of the Roman Catholic Church. He basically explained that one of the biggest tactics that Jesuits have used, you know, just like uh, Jacobians and, and many others in times past, is a, the immigration influx of people, liberation theology, the idea that people are being liberated by flooding borders and coming into nations. They've done it all across Europe. Now they're here in the United States. Of course, they've been here for a long time. These aren't your migrant workers, friends. These aren't people trying to escape dire conditions. These are mostly military-aged fighters coming in across the border. Yes, Abbott maybe is doing something right now, but it's, it's far too little too late. The other states are going to have to get behind it. Your counties are going to have to get behind it. I would actually say that I think our counties are, are a better location to focus on right now, even though uh, I have seen some very good governors and, and uh, I've also seen some very good sheriffs in local counties. Uh, it's going to depend upon who that person is and how, how dedicated they are and how realistic they are to listening to what's going on. And as I've said before, uh, the younger generation needs to be brought up to to uh, to speed very quickly right now because these kids are going to lose everything. Um, I can honestly say that among our children and grandchildren, not too many gra- our grandchildren yet are old enough to see a lot of this stuff, but among our children, I've seen some uh, some attentiveness to some of these things. Uh, one of uh, one of well, my stepdaughter refuses to take a, a jab, and she's lost jobs working in healthcare because of it. But she's a very smart lady, and she's made up her mind. You know, some of these uh, some of these young ones have seen the Hunger Games. You know, they've seen some of these films that really kind of remind them of these dystopian societies where this kind of stuff is being orchestrated and on their generation and they're waking up to it i'm not saying these films are all that good predictive programming you might even say but on the other hand what i do believe we're seeing is uh we're seeing these young people wake up uh, a little more than they have been and it's coming fast and you've got to explain to them look 
you know, we're, we're doing all we can to hold on to the country and the heritage that we wanted to, to give you. If you're really honest and you know what we're losing, but it's going to take your generation to wake up very fast to what's going on because this is going to hit us a lot quicker than most people realize. And uh, they're still in La La Land. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm not laughing because, uh, it's funny, but because in a way, uh, when I see some of the stuff that my son is into, he's still into video games. You know, he still goes to these rav and these techno concerts and stuff like that. And uh, I mean, he's a pretty straight young man, but he's <laughs> he needs help too. Hang with us. We we'll right back. Yeah, I thought we would anyway. Did I hear a break? Oh, okay, good. All right, well, I got some more time to talk. I thought I, I, I'm trying to kind of listen on the backside to make sure I don't talk too long. You know how I am. I get I get on a, a roll. I start to talk. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, if you want to call in, hey, give me a little break and give me a little rest, and let's hear from you folks out there. I haven't. Uh, I I know what happens is usually I I start the show and and right toward the end we get calls and I can't take them all. But uh, a lot of good people out there. I uh, want to encourage you once again, support the network, get the information out, stay on it. You know, I don't know about you. Hey, I do have a sub stack out there if you want to go there. I'm putting stuff up. I try not to bomb people, but I'm getting some pretty good responses. It's uh, stevestars.substack, and, and I'm going to be posting some things up there. So uh, you will uh, you can get this information. A lot of the stuff is pretty good. I could read a couple stories, and I think I've run a couple of them right here on the network before. Uh, one is concerning even uh, Steve Kirsch and some of these other people who are looking at some of these uh, jabs that they were putting into people found no phosphorus or no nitrogen in the substance, which means there's nothing organic. There's nothing bio- biological in these things. But they did find bits and pieces of metallic particles and stuff like that, which are nanoparticles, friends. Nanoparticles. It's not biological. They're shooting you up with nanoparticles. And we talked about that before. Also, this uh, the, the lady who had the uh, uh, you know, she's worked for this for a long time, talking about your whole body is actually a, a, a data a complex, you know what I mean? You you are a data bank of information, your nervous system. They're going to be using your body is what the plan is. That's what this thing is all about. Uh, it's far more than just locking you down economically. It's about actually turning you into a battery like in, in, the, uh, in the Matrix film. You know, you are actually a data complex and you can be a, a, data, a data center for a lot of the information that they can use within the electromagnetic operation of your nervous system. So, I mean, this is why they're putting these nanoparticles into people's bodies. People are probably inhaling them. They're probably, uh, you know, with the chemtrails and things like that. This is like way beyond fifth generation warfare. This is, you know, this is apocalyptic stuff that's getting ready to take place. And we're going to stay on top of it. Talk about remedies, talk about solutions, talk about uh, things that we can do to keep our freedoms, our, our, our liberty, and our hope alive. You know, uh, I believe there's a new world coming, not uh, a world like this one, but I'm talking about a, a, uh, a change coming very soon. Yes, I believe in the apocalypse. I do think it's coming. I think we live in this time of what they call the beginnings of sorrows. Jesus went into this. He said there should be wars and rumors of wars or threats of war, pestilences or plagues, uh, 
you know, and uh, famines, of course, we're seeing that now, and earthquakes in diverse places. These are not the end times yet. He said, this, the end is not yet, but this is the beginnings of it. And I think we're going to see this part of it uh, increase. Some people have set dates out, you know, five, ten years from now from the, you know, the big, uh, the big revelation apocalypse. Maybe, maybe it's coming so fast it could happen. But at the same time, friends, I, I think it's still a ways off. Maybe, I don't know. Uh, more than 10 years, we'll say that. But uh, the possibility of something happening very soon on this level is getting ready to take place. And you're already starting to see uh, what what I would call the birth pains or the beginning birth pains uh, of labor as this uh, this era of mankind fades into to darkness and a whole new world is getting ready to be spawned on this earth, on this earth. I mean, I believe in the millennium. The great millennium, the thousand years of rest, when we're going to actually see uh, the lion lie down with the lamb. You know, the meek shall inherit this earth, the resurrected meek, uh, who will come back with a whole new resurrected body to live. And there will be still people on our planet like us. Our children will still be around in the natural. Some There will still be natural people here during that time. Uh, but uh, this is coming very quickly, and it's been coming for a long time. But I don't. I'm not going to put a, a real early date on it. I don't expect it to happen in the next week or month or year. But it's coming, and you're starting to see the birth pains of this time right now. Uh, this is uh, these are the, you're having the wars and threats of wars like never before. We're talking about a nuclear war now over there, spawning out of what's happening in Ukraine. Something that we we pointed out from the very beginning here. Remember on the network, warning that this was going the wrong direction all along. A lot of people were, I mean, were thinking, well, we got to support Ukraine. You know, you don't see those flags anymore that much, do you? People are not as happy about the Ukrainian war anymore. They're not waving that flag anymore, the Ukrainian flag, and, and painting the streets the colors, uh, what was it, yellow, uh, white, and blue that you see everywhere that you used to see. No, man, because I know that this slug, Zelensky, is a comic act of horrors, friends. I mean, Soros has funded this. Now he's taking over your court systems. We've got to be very well aware of that. You know, we need to start addressing these things at the uh, at city council meetings. Let's find out who has been receiving Soros money, Soros funding in city council meetings and say we can't allow this guy to operate our court system. It's that bad. So, but uh, as I said, this is not the end, but it is you know, the beginnings of what is going to be bigger. You're going to, These wars and rumors of wars are going to get more intense. The famines are going to get more intense. The pestilences or plagues that they're creating, all these things are man-made. And what about uh, wars and rumors of wars and uh, earthquakes in diverse places? We'll talk about that when we get back. I hear a break coming up. This time I think I'm right. Now get back to Bob in Utah. Stay with us right here on RBN. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? 
Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Here's some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard, and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. They can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. Tehebo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I got a couple calls. We got a little bit of time. I got Bob in Utah and then Mike in Kentucky. Try to get them both on. Let's see if we can try to get Bob first. Bob, are you there? Yes, Steve. I have two quotes I would like to hear your reaction to. The first is from Stefan Lanka. The second is from uh, John Rappaport. Mm-hmm. I can tell you already I agree. <laughs> but go ahead and read the quotes. Okay. Uh, Stefan Lanka. Uh, it's not that virologists intend to deceive the public. It is simply that they perform the experiments the way they were taught and interpret the results the way they were taught, unquote. Second one, John Rappaport. COVID is not a virus. It is a story about a virus, unquote. That's it. 
Hey, that's good, Bob. Yeah, I agree with both of them. I, I uh, think Stefanlock has been around for quite some time. We were actually uh, involved with the Perth group back in the early 90s, if you know uh, uh, Val Turner and those people who are arguing about viral theory. It is a very good uh, very good uh, argument and a, and a well-documented uh, argument about how these people go about trying to identify these little particles and then say they are infectious viruses. And Stefanlock has been on the cutting edge of that. Yes. Right. That's all, Steve. Hey, well, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, we'll 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 pick that up some other time because it is a good it is a good point uh, point to dig in on, and that, I'm glad I appreciate Bob getting into that. Let's get to Mike in Kentucky. We're running a little short of time. Mike, you there, buddy? Yeah, I wasn't going to cut off Bob. I was just going to wait in the wings, and uh, you know, if you had time. But uh, um, in concept, you know, generations come and go, but the Earth goes on forever. I think that has to be reconciled with a lot of this. Uh, urgent, imminent language of the end times. And when I first ran across a thing called a Revised Standard Version, it referenced uh, scraps of Greek. The Greeks were everywhere in the New Testament. The Greek uh, Revelation, Mark of the Beast number is 616, as opposed to 666. So you kind of, it turns out there may be other manuscripts uh, besides those two scraps of Greek. But you kind of look at, well, how could that be? Two different numbers, you know, in two different languages, Latin versus Greek versus Hebrew versus whatever, Aramaic. I guess mm-hmm. nobody, uh, the Greek was the dominant language then. But So I have to wonder what in the world the Corinthians thought when their entire church was shook to the ground. Yeah. Earthquakes in diverse places, right? Right, right. And uh, that that's a historical event that was known to have happened. If you put the book of Revelation, having been written about 62, 63 A.D., somewhere in there, then that answers a lot of questions about why everything was so urgent and imminent and about to happen and all that sort of thing with reference to the destruction of the temple, leaving him as the way, the truth and the life, because there was no other way after that. Hymenaeus and Philetus were speaking when the temple was still up and running after the crucifixion. They said, look, what does it matter? You're, you know, your guy got crucified, so what? Everything continues on as before as it has since creation. Well, you can't say that after 70 A.D. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have, he was in his kingdom at that point. There was no disputing it. He's, you know, the way. And so I've heard some people try to rationalize this. The first thousand years would have been the thousand-year reign of Christ, and then we're still under the thousand-year reign of Yeah, of, that's uh, quite Lucifer, yeah. but I don't believe that either. Yeah. Hey, appreciate it, Mike. That's all the time all right. we've got. All right, friends, we'll get back with these subjects and go deeper next time. Stay tuned right here on RBN. I think Jim Fetzer's up next uh, right here on the Public Broadcasting Network.
would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive! Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Ease off LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth.